Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Well, regardless what the ratings say, we're identifying as the number one show in all of Indiana. And that's because of you, our listeners. We love hearing from you. 317-684-8444. It's time for your voicemails at 1032 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Okay, uh, a couple phone calls to get to, and then we'll have an extended uh, segment with Hammer coming up. Um, Somebody called, I thought this was a really good call. This guy called about Trump running for president, and he touched on some of the challenges that Trump is going to face. And again, they are many of the things that we have talked about. And so sometimes I just think it's good when people hear from others than me saying the same thing that I'm saying. Hey, uh, I was just listening to this podcast the other day, and uh, they thought that if Trump is the nominee for the Republican Party, that he will easily beat Biden because the Democrats don't have COVID to fall back on to pull their shenanigans. But I have to disagree with that because I'm sure leftist states will still send out all those mass ballots like they did last time, regardless if there's COVID or not. Uh, I think he's absolutely right. People, look, the, the, the mass mail and unaccountable voting in places like Pennsylvania is totally here to stay. I mean, until the governor's office changes, which they just elected uh, the Democrat there, um that they're going to they're going to keep mailing people ballots, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't matter whether COVID is a thing or not. the The institution now exists. The ballot harvesting it, it is a thing, right? And it's not going away. And well, we've got to play by those rules. Yeah, uh, and this is why Republicans are really, uh, really missing an opportunity by fighting if that's going to be the rule stop fighting the rule and start playing the game and yes and start figuring out how to operate inside the system that is the rules you, you republicans have got to get better at ballot harvesting they got to get better at making sure people get the ballots they got to get better at get, making sure the ballots get back in it is what it is and until a court says it ain't that then you better figure out how to make uh, make the world operate what an interesting take though that biden can't fall back on covid until a new variant's released. Well, and I'm not sure... Uh, to scare everybody. I'm not sure people even care anymore how yeah. much they're abused by their government. I, I'm not I'm not sure it even... I mean, obviously, there are people who care. They listen to this radio show every day. But I'm not sure, as a collective, society cares. I mean, look at who keeps getting reelected. Many of the same people who were the lockdown mm-hmm. mandate kings and queens of 2020 they're all many of them still here doing the same stuff and doing nothing to rescind emergency powers right 
of Eric Holcomb. I mean, he can still do what he wants at this point. By the way, again, can we remind everybody that today Jennifer McCormick did declare that she's running for governor uh, on the Democrat side. And let's point out that Jennifer McCormick is only a thing because Eric Holcomb and Kyle Hupfer, through their unwavering support behind Jennifer McCormick in 2016 at the Republican convention Mm -hmm. uh, to be the superintendent, state superintendent, that's before they took away your right to vote for superintendent because, well, well, they have to control everything down at the state house, so they just took away your right to, to vote on that. But uh, they they were totally behind her, even though they knew she was a Democrat at the time, um, because they hate conservatives so much that they would rather have a Democrat in there. So just remember, when you're a person who goes, "Well, I don't like the Republicans, but I can't risk having a Democrat in the office," the woman who's going to be the Democrat nominee for governor in 2024 in all likelihood was the hand-picked person of Eric Holcomb and the Republican Party chair Kyle Hupfer to run for superintendent because they hate conservatives more than they hate Democrats. So just remember that there is no difference. She says as state superintendent, she fought to take politics out of the classroom (laughs) and ensure every child has access to the best education possible. And then we have the release of all those videotapes with teachers putting politics into the classroom. Jennifer McCormick is a radical left public education, angry red shirt teacher supporting maniac. But she was the handpicked choice of Eric Holcomb and Kyle Hupfer. They knew what she was when they did that because the establishment of the Republican Party would much rather work with liberals and Democrats than they would conservatives. So again, if you're a person next year who says, well, state rep, state senator, governor, U.S. Senate, whatever it is, well, I don't really like this person, but, well, I can't risk a Democrat being in there. There is, for the most part, no No difference difference. between these two parties. Uniparty. Yeah, absolutely. All right. uh, Somebody called uh, about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yesterday that saw, uh, who was it? Sheryl Crow, Mm -hmm. uh, Missy Elliott. Yep. George Michael. George Michael. Willie uh, Nelson. uh, While uh, people like Warren Zevon were told, uh, your services are are not, uh, not needed here. Hey, Rob and Casey, just call out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, inductees. And I have to agree with you, Rob, uh, most of those are not rock and roll artists. Sheryl Crow, no. Uh, George Michael, no. Missy Elliott, no. Even though I like some of Kate Bush's stuff, she's definitely not rock and roll. The only two bands that even remotely could be in their Rage Against the Machine and the Spinners. And even the Spinners are more of a doo-wop uh, Motown group than they are rock and roll. So Rage Against the Machine is the only band that really should be put in, uh, if you ask me. But you're right, there's so many bands that should have been inducted long before these guys were. And uh, Sticks and definitely Foreigner uh, should be in there. And I'm thinking Kansas hasn't been in there yet. Um, I could probably name a dozen or more bands that need to be in there long before these people are. Um, sorry, but if it's going to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it should be Rock and Roll artist or like you said make it the music hall of fame mm-hmm. if you want to put in rap and country and all this other i don't want to say garbage music because some of it's good but a lot of it sucks so anyways <laughs> uh that's my input on that talk to you later mm-hmm. yeah they should just change the name to the, mu- to the music hall of fame absolutely but i think about this they think missy elliott in the history of even if you changed it to the music hall of fame yeah you think Missy Elliott and Cheryl Crow have had a bigger impact than Foreigner or Styx or REO Speedwagon? 
Well, I think uh, the whole idea that they're going for is that they want to expose people to different kinds of music. So, like, you know, a uh, George Michael fan might see that Missy Elliott got inducted, and then they'll start listening to rap. Did you just say that with a straight face? Are that's you a, are you being serious? That's, are you, what, that's are you, what they're actually. I read that. That's what they're going for. Say that again. That's what they're so, doing. What? So they're trying to just expose people to different types of music. So they're thinking, like, you know, a Sheryl Crow fan might see that Missy Elliott got inducted. And then so, go listen then, to so Missy Elliott's music. To so they're not and, even inducting people on merit. They're just saying, we want people exposed to wide varieties of music. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to pick the best people or people who fit the genre. Right. This is just some scam to get people to listen to whatever music we want them to listen to. I, yeah. I get your point, Kevin. That, that wasn't my point. That's what they said, okay. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But if somebody is into Willie Nelson... Because he's one of the inductees. Yeah. That person's not going to go listen to Missy Elliott's music. Right, yeah. I I mean, those are... You, are you telling yeah. me you, read, you read this somewhere? Yeah, I they... read this. It was someone from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that said that. Well, now I'm even more angry than I was before, and I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> what a joke. 14 nominees in all, right? And they do say that the class reflects a wide range of artists across all genres, from country to rock singers and everything in between, soulful pop and even soul. Is that not the dumbest thing you've ever heard, that our goal for the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is to get people to listen to non-rock yeah. and roll? <laughs> We know you're here for the rock and roll, but try the country. Try the rap. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Just expanding it, I guess. It is 1040. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And I wanted to touch on this briefly, Rob. We mentioned it yesterday in regards to those students uh, who had overdosed in Avon. Yes. And I did a little digging and wrote an article for the side piece at WIBC.com. And next week is National Prevention Week. And it's a time to discuss drug problems within the community. There are more than 103,000 drug overdose deaths in the last 12 months. For the so for the past year, almost 104,000 drug overdose, and fentanyl becoming more widespread. Of course, we've touched on this in the past. And the DEA has seized the equivalent of more than 410 million lethal doses of fentanyl just last year. And WalletHub released their report, states with the biggest drug problems, and Indiana does rank. We're not in the top 10, but we are 12th in the country. And uh, many people were guessing what the number one state was, thinking it was Texas. It was not. It was New Mexico, followed by West Virginia, and then D.C., Louisiana, and then Colorado, Indiana, again at 12. But the Indiana Department of Health reporting 41 people under the age of 24 died of an overdose just in Maryland. Marion County last year. And in Hendricks County, they had those two Avon High School students who died of drug overdose since March. And in Marion County, there were 67 overdose calls last year from more than 300 public, private, and charter schools. So there's another study out there from Myriad Genetics, and it said that 77% of Americans admit to using at least one addicting behavior or unhealthy coping mechanism. And they said that mental health and addiction often go hand in hand, yet the stigma associated with admitting you have a mental health issue is often greater 
than escaping to drug use. You know, that's really interesting you said that, Casey, because I think I've shared with you one of the people that I work with at my uh, other job mm-hmm. um, is very open about his recovery from very serious drug addiction. And one of the things that he does now, and we were actually talking about this yesterday, is he goes out and speaks to large groups of people who are experiencing um various forms of addiction and i was talking with him about being open about that because um for many people that would be a very shameful thing and he said absolutely not and i was saying well you know you probably tell people you don't want them to be like you he said no i do want them to be like me i want them to be alive Mm -hmm. and i want them to be able to be open about it and i want them to encourage others not to do what i have uh, what I have have done, and so we need more people who have experienced this, lived through it, whatever, to be open about it. Because I think a lot of times people feel isolated and alone and ashamed about some of the issues that they're going through. I just think it's shocking that 77 percent of people say that they would rather be addicted to drugs than admit that they need help. Yeah, because they're suffering some from some mental health challenge. But I have placed a link on wibc.com if you or somebody you know is struggling. And there's also the Indiana Mental Health and Addiction Hotline. That number is 800-662-HELP. It's 1044. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.